Matthew here with the Tractor Beam Comics Reviews here on the Ion Cannon Podcast. We've got two comics today. First up, the long-awaited Obi-Wan Kenobi number one by Christopher Cantwell with art by Ario Anandito. And of course, that wonderful cover by Phil Notto. This number one uh, is titled Younglings Challenge. Fast approaches the ultimate destiny of one of the most renowned masters. As he spends his final days in the remote deserts of Tatooine, Obi-Wan Kenobi takes time to reflect on and record key moments of a heroic life long lived. Writing in old leather-bound journals from his hermit's hut, Obi-Wan remembers his days as a young Jedi initiate, his trials as a Padawan, the crucible of Jedi knighthood and the Clone Wars, and some of the earliest challenges he faced as a true master of the Force. In this tale, Obi-Wan considers a, a watershed youngling adventure he narrowly survived on Coruscant when he was but eight years of age. This is just the beginning of his Jedi journey. So that was the publisher summary, which goes through the whole uh, whole run. And then, of course, this one issue as a young his youngling tale. i got to say, this book lived up to the hype. I really adored this look back to his time as as a little kid, as, as a youngling, not even a Padawan. A little kid, he, he uh, shows how he encounters this childhood friend, also a fellow Jedi who protected him in his clan. I really appreciated, loved the framing device. We knew this framing device of the journals was likely coming. But there's an added oomph here. He feels this looming threat at the end of his life. Does he feel the Death Star and the rise of the Empire's might at this time? I think that's the implication. Um and so the way it connected that threat at the end of his life with this uh, threatening, harrowing tale at the beginning of his life on the streets of Coruscant, where he's not supposed to be as a youngling, and he's supposed to be sequestered in the temple at this time. Uh, but the the theme of he being by himself, it was the last time he really felt alone by himself. This is just before I gather Qui-Gon takes him on as a Padawan, uh, that he has similar to Ray. He has everything he needs to uh, to protect himself and seek good in the galaxy. I, a note about the artwork here by uh, Ario Nandito, who is becoming my favorite art comic artist. He's happening to write all my favorite stories here. Uh, that the that background shift in the colors uh, from you know the dusty oranges of Tatooine to the blues, cool blues of the Jedi Temple, uh, very much shows that transformation we feel it we feel the different scenes and uh great work by Ara and Adido on the, the threatening nature of the underworld at on Coruscant uh, he, again he, just thinking about Obi-Wan's journey he is his first step into a larger world he was this more cautious kid he gets a little he's a little more cautious uh, as a Padawan but not so much he's actually kind of brazen it's only when he's uh, a knight himself, he gets even more cautious and a master, learning to integrate that later in his life. But at this stage, and again, just a kid, the first time being on his own, uh, having, well, he's not on his own. I mean, he has his squad mates, but uh, his, his friend goes off and um, joins some, uh, who knows what happens to, to her. But it, Shows, I mean, the point is, it's his first Obi-Wan's first step into a larger world, learning to be more brave, learning to be more courageous, learning to trust in the Force. And, and as, you know, we end up seeing him hopefully being able to do. 
All right. Uh, next, we have Star Wars Ongoing number 23, The Dawn Alliance, part two of three, entitled The Last Division. This is, of course, written by Charles Soule, with art by Roman Rosanas, and the cover by Carlo Pagulan. The fate of the Rebel Alliance fleet is at stake as its last remaining divisions face off in battle against the brutal tactics of Commander Elian Zara and her crew on the Tarkin's will. For Zara, this fight is personal. Her revenge will not be complete until every life lost on the Death Star is avenged. Epic space warfare in the true Star Wars manner. And it's true. It was pretty epic, mostly epic. Um, Again, as I've said before with Charles Soule's books, I'm engrossed in this story immediately on the first page, the first panel. And I appreciate the way it came down to this duel, really, between Zara Zara and Shara Bay, uh, Poe Dameron's mother, of course. The in the pre this the last arc how really the focus becomes on those two characters and showing just how uh how awesome shara is i will say i am of two minds about the storytelling in this specific issue part of me wonders if it would have benefited from an extra issue just showing us we so zara she narrates her plan and we're assuming kind of like the heist genre where we assume it's happening as she's narrating it I would have liked the whole issue just showing this battle, uh, this action issue, and then uh, another issue getting what we got in this comic. And again, it, part of that is, is I'll, I'll get to some reasons why, but you know, they wanted to limit it to 24 issues so they could have a number 25. The, the Marvel round number, um, I think that has to do with timing and schedules too. That being said... Uh, you know, I did appreciate, and I did, I laud the focus on the characters and the rescue story, the focus on Shara and Zara's story, and of course with Kess Stammerin. Uh, this is, this arc especially, this whole chunk of the comic, it's their story, and we feel what it means for those characters, and Zara's imperial evil is nothing short of juicy. We do get that, we get how she, she says, makes a point about how the rebels are limited in ways that the empire is not. Uh, she wants revenge for the Death Star. She's using that as a rallying cry for her, for the crew of the Tarkin's Will, and even the name <laughs> Tarkin's Will, right? Um, and then we get the sacrifice of the other members of Kestamron's squad that provides the poignant moment that ends up saving the day for the rebellion. Uh, of course, at the end, we have that wonderful final shot of, of Zara with what looks like the dark saber maybe we don't know what that is uh very reminiscent of course of moff gideon at the end of season one of the mandalorian it's very much supposed to be a a parallel there um she's even standing on on a shuttle sort of uh, an escape pod with that saber so yeah i i I laud that focus uh it does mean in this uh, in this issue i felt we missed the stakes and tension of the larger conflict what it means for Leia and for the rest of the Rebel Alliance. Of course, we have followed Leia and the Alliance through this arc. I um, mean, you know, we, we focused on her as well. Not so much on Luke in this in this little chunk of the comic story. That's fine. We have done you know, a lot of work with Leia and with Kira. And I, I totally forgot that this was also part of Kira's plan. This is under the Crimson Rain banner. And when I first read the comic, I thought, well, that's kind of odd. We don't really have anything to do with that. But of course, Kira's the one who... who brings the two fleets together, brings the Tarkin's Will and the Rebel fleet together. Uh, we don't fully know 
why or what what she's up to but thanks to wikipedia for pointing that out and as i jog my memory about things um i will say so kind of reconciling these two minds right that i like i love the focus on the main characters of this comic that are not in the films um but i do like more emotional connection to the films uh, maybe Charles Soule is setting is saving that bigger story for a later comic for the next issue or for uh, the Hidden Empire run or the Hidden Empire crossover banner. We'll see. Uh, of course, he also has to let Return of the Jedi carry the biggest load of stakes, uh, the emotional stakes, the weight of what this all means for the Rebel Alliance, for Luke and Leia, and for the galaxy as a whole. And I also get that he needed to keep, Charles Soule needed to keep up the breakneck pace of this run as it hurls towards its conclusion in the next issue. And so adding another issue might have uh, slowed things down. May, again, maybe this is also have to do with scheduling in terms of when uh, Crimson Rain is supposed to end and Hidden Empire is supposed to start, when his crossover comic with Stephen Cummings uh, comes to its conclusion as well. And of course, all the other comics in the Crimson Rain banner moving over to the Hidden Empire banner. It's one of those funky quirks about um, uh, crossover comics and how how comic storytelling in this era for Star Wars right now is all interconnected in its own little paper canon internally with uh, under, under Charles Soule's direction, I would, I would venture. So, uh, again, enjoyable issue. Uh, I would have had my little quibbles, but, again, always character over overall and in personal character overall and what that means within the political context and military context I, i'm i'm here for that so that is what the tractor beam dragged in this week what did you think of obi-wan's youngling adventure as he remembers it at the end of his life again a character driven journey or zara's juicy plot and shara's thrilling escape let us know on twitter or instagram at ioncannonpod Next week, we are back aboard the Galactic Star Cruiser with Halcyon Legacy number three, written by Mark Guggenheim and with art by David Messina. And yes, that is Padme and Anakin on the Direct Edition cover by Mike McComb. So pop by your local comic shop for physical copies, or if digital is more your speed, then click the links in the description for the books are reviewed, the book are, books are reviewed today and for the pre-order for next week's comic. As always, please like and subscribe to the Ion Cannon and Culture Slate YouTube pages. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ion Cannon Pod and at Culture Slate. And keep it locked on the full Ion Cannon podcast coming to you this and every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. This Monday, got the High Republic Council Phase 1 look back. Looking forward to that. So until then, happy reading. <laughs>